0: Bob Main here with another episode of the Handgun World Podcast, episode 619 to be exact on February 12th, 2023, coming out on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, this week I have an announcement, a big announcement. So if you recall about three weeks ago, I put a post on Facebook. I was doing some thinking, some long thinking, and kind of reflecting, and the post on Facebook was basically kind of taking a poll. I wanted to see what kind of comments. um, I had thought about shutting down this show because it was, uh, well, I wanted to see what the listeners thought about it. Well, I got an overwhelming response From listeners, Uh, responses on Facebook, emails to me, even a voicemail, one you're going to hear today, overwhelmingly asked me to continue the show. And you know, I have always said to all of you that the show's about you, it's not about me. I know that you enjoy tuning in and you enjoy some of the content that I put out, but really it's about you The listener, and what you want is pretty much what I will do, and you know, to an extent, but because I got such overwhelming positive feedback, I'm gonna continue the show, I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, It's been well, this is the 619th episode now, and uh, in July of this year, it'll be 14 years of podcasting for me but i keep going because of you the listener i do need your support i will talk about that a little bit later thank you for the overwhelming positive feedback i got some good plans for the rest of the year for this show i'm going to bring you as many interviews good quality interviews as i possibly can the interviews seem to be the most popular episodes That I do, so I'm going to continue to do that because this show is all about you, the listener. I've got two real good voicemails to talk about this week, and that's going to be the primary topic of this show is talking about the two voicemails. If you want to call a voicemail into this show, that phone number is 210 646 17 twenty seven two one oh six four six one seven two seven. So let's get started with the first voicemail.
1: Hi, Bob. My name is Salvador. Um I live in the uh oppressive state of Illinois. I am a relatively new uh concealed carry slash two Air. Uh kind of just got into all that last year. And uh I wanted to say that I think your podcast is my probably my. I, I've been I've subscribed to a bunch of podcasts in my this journey to kind of learn a bit more about you know self defense and and uh, pistols and such. And your podcast has been the absolute best one, the, the best bar none. I've gone back years and listened to uh, as many of the episodes as I can. Uh, I just really like your the way you present information and the way you uh, just so so just, just it, it, it's very relatable. It's very useful and it's very entertaining. Um, I'm listening to your newest episode. I heard that you are thinking about stopping the podcast. Um, while I totally would understand why you did that after doing this for so long. I personally, sincerely hope that you don't. Uh, I would love to keep listening. Um, I'm uh going through a bit of a hard time recently right now with job changes and income decreases. Otherwise I would totally go over to Patreon and throw you a couple bucks. And I do want to do that at some point. I really do. I want to become a patron, but, uh, right now it's just something that's, that's very difficult for me, but I wanted to, but, uh, with that said, I just wanted to say that I really like your podcast a lot. Uh, it's been a great help to me and I hope that you continue it. Um, So, yeah, all the best to you, and uh, good luck with whatever you decide. Thank you.
0: Well, that is an example of the extreme positive feedback that I got. Salvador, thank you very much for calling that in. I got voicemails like this. I got emails like this, comments on Facebook. So I'm going to keep going. By the way, if all of you have any show suggestions out there, I'm always wide open to show suggestions. If you want to interview on this show, if you got a topic that you feel passionate about and you'd like to talk about it, call me 210-646-1727. Like Salvador, there are a lot of new shooters and new second amendment advocates that are listening to my show how many of you listening right now are relatively new like let's say you've been doing this less than a year or you know somebody that has been doing this less than a year when i say doing this i mean carrying a gun shooting a gun exercising second amendment rights do you know somebody like that tell them about this show Send them to the website, handgunworld.com. Ask them to subscribe anywhere you can get podcasts like Apple's iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher Radio, any kind of podcast apps that are out there. Ask them to sign up for Handgun World Podcast and start listening. Any of you that want to go back and listen to the old shows, you got to go through the website, handgunworld.com. And you can go all the way back to day one when I first started putting them out. And uh, warning, (laughs) some of my early shows, they don't quite have the quality of the content in in my opinion. But hey, I gave it my best start and here I am uh, 13 years later. But Salvador, I very much uh, appreciate it. And thank you so much for calling in. Pretty soon, I'm going to have a new way for you to get email notifications by going to the website, handgunworld.com. The other announcement that I would like to make to everybody is I have written an exciting piece of work. And it's basically... The Handgun World Guide to Concealed Carry. Uh, Written by me. And it's it's a guide. It's a guide to concealed carry. It's only about 10 pages long right now. It's going to get expanded. I'm probably going to do probably 8 to 10 different versions of this. Or I guess I shouldn't say 8 to 10 versions. But I guess what I should probably say is 8 to 10 different writings. So... Pretty soon, you're going to be able to get the first writing free. Now, anybody who's been a member of my Patreon membership club, they have had it all along. So for all you Patreon members, take a look at the article that I wrote. Uh, the, The name of it is Because I Can't Carry a Cop. That's the name of it, Because I Can't Carry a Cop. But it's a free guide to some of the ideas that I have regarding Second Amendment and concealed carry and self-defense. Uh, you'll be able to get a free copy soon. All you have to do is do one thing to get a free copy. But I think you're gonna have to wait probably until next week's show to get signed up for that. All right. Before the next voicemail, let me talk about some shooting I recently did. Uh, yesterday, I shot competition again. Took out my Shadow Systems dr 920 Elite. You know, the dr 920 Elite's pretty much a Glock 17. It really is. It's a Glock 17. And um, somebody on Facebook put a real good comment on my post about that pistol. And he said, isn't it nice to have a Glock that doesn't feel like a Glock? <laughs> That's the great way to put it. That's the best way to put it. Shadow Systems Guns are a good way to have a Glock that doesn't feel like a Glock. You know, Glocks don't feel good to most people. I've never had a problem with them. For me, I've... For some reason, I adapted to the the grip and the style and the angle and the whole pistol... All together. From the very beginning when I first started shooting Glocks, I adapted to it right away. I had no problem. But some people just can never do it. So for those of you that like the Glock platform and you want to have a pistol that feels like a Glock, shoots like a Glock, but doesn't have the bad grip angle that some people say or it doesn't feel like holding a 2x4 in your hand or something like that, check out Shadow Systems Guns. And again, I'm not sponsored by them. As a matter of fact, you know, this show doesn't have any sponsors right now. And I'm kind of glad. The two sponsors I had, we, you know, they both sponsored me for quite a while. And just because of different business situations, uh, it didn't work out. So neither of the two that I had are with me right now. But I kind of like it at this point without any sponsors because, you know, this way I can... Well, I've always talked frankly with you, but this way I can probably elaborate more on how I feel about different products. Ben Branham stopped by this morning to help me with some things, and Ben has a P365XL, a SIG P365XL, and he has the Holosun, a real nice Holison, uh red dot, on it. EMS, I think, is what it is. Um, Something like that. It's a small one. It's a small Hollison, and uh, it's really, you know what, it fits really nicely on that SIG P365 XL. And when I I dry-fired Ben's gun, I I thought to myself, I got to put that on my P365. I do. You know, the great thing about the XL versions, the P365 XLs, they are already optics cut versus the regular P365, the first version that came out, it's not optics cut. And the XLs, they are optics cut. Now, if you just recently got a 365X, that is optics cut. I'm going to check out that Hollison optic. And I think I might be a buyer of one of those pretty soon because not that the SIG optics aren't any good, but I, I've had a chance to shoot actually the SIG optics on a 365 XL and on a 320. And I just, I, I tend to like the Hollison products better. That's just my preference. And that's, I'm talking about the optic, uh, the red dot or green dot optic. I'm not talking about the actual uh, guns. SIG guns are great, especially the P365 series. So that was kind of a pretty cool treat uh, when Ben came over this morning and he he showed me that gun. And hard to beat a P365XL for an all-around gun. You know, many people talk about the Glock 19 being one of the best all-around pistols. I would say, while that's true, it has been for years. I'm going to say there are two guns that I think, if you want a do-everything pistol... In other words, you can use it for home defense. You can use it for concealed carry. You could use it for duty. You could use it for just about anything you want. Um, I think the two that would come to my mind would be the SIG P365XL and a Glock 43X. Those two, I think are great all-around pistols, and they might be just as good or maybe even slightly better than having a Glock 19. Yeah, I said that. I have been the biggest Glock 19 fan for many, many years, and I still am, and I always will be. If I was in the market for a new Glock 19 right now, I'd get a Glock 19 Gen 5, and I think anybody would be well-served by a Glock 19 Gen 5 as an all-around gun. But you'd be just as well-served with a SIG P365XL, especially, and a Glock 43X. You know, I think that the Glock 43X is one of those Glocks that doesn't feel like a Glock. That's another one. Uh, it, that pistol feels like it's, it's made exactly for my hand. And, you know, the grip on a Glock 43X is very nice. And it seems like that the grip angle of a Glock 43X is not as much as a traditional grip angle of a Glock. Now, it probably is, but it doesn't feel like it for some reason. The sights come on target much faster. Now, again, I'm going to say I've never had a problem with the grip angle of a Glock. I think it's a bad excuse, a grip angle of a Glock. I think that's a bad excuse as to why people can't shoot. Seriously, I think it's the biggest excuse people use for not being able to shoot a Glock well when really the grip angle is probably the least of the reasons for any gun that, that can't be shot well. It's, there's a whole lot more that goes into shooting a handgun well that has nothing to do with grip angle. But anyway, I don't want to get off too far into the weeds on that subject. Anyway, I would pick those two guns, the 43X and the P365XL. So when Ben brought his P365XL over to my house this morning, he also had a nice 15-round magazine. And I'll tell you what, I I need to get some 15-round and 17-round magazines That is what, that's really what I'm talking about. A P365XL with a 15-round magazine, compare that to a Glock 19, and I'll tell you what. And I put a Wilson Combat Grip Module on mine, and that gun is just fantastic. That P365XL, it's just fantastic. And it's small, easy to conceal. Probably wouldn't be all that bad concealing even with a 15-round magazine. But... As, as it stands, a P365XL with a 12-round magazine is just fine. you got a 13-round nice handgun there. Uh, if you can't get the job done in the 13 rounds that are in that gun, you have much bigger problems than the gun itself. And I hope that you're never in a self-defense situation and you can't get it done, get the job done, in 13 rounds. First of all, I hope you're never in a situation where you have to draw your gun in the first place. I hope I'm never in a situation where I, where I have to draw my gun. I don't wake up in the morning hoping that I would have to use my gun in self-defense. How about you? I hope that's not you. I hope you're not waking up hoping for that. Now, I am ready for it. Are you ready for that? Are you, are you really ready for that? you got to ask yourself the question because you don't know when it's going to happen i get a kick out of people that say well i don't need to carry a gun bob because you know i don't go to those places where you might need to carry a gun come on i don't go to those heinous places the world's different today folks those bad people they come to you these days Yes, you might not be a kind of person that goes to hang out with uh, with the bad guys or in, in areas where you might see bad guys. But they come to you now these days. This is a different world. This is 2023. There's been a lot that's gone on in this world lately that we have really never seen before. Okay, so the bad guys are now coming to you. I hope you realize that. And you are your first responder. Sometimes you might be the only responder. Does that make sense? You might be the only responder. Not just the first responder, but that's it. You are on your own. You're responsible. If you you become a Patreon member, which you can become for as little as $3 a month, if you read my article, read my concealed carry guide that I published, and you're going to see it there. I talk about I talk about why, if, and how you're going to be the first responder for your own self-defense. You know, I've made a joke for years while I've been doing this show. I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop. And I'm going to stick with that nice little tagline because I do think that most police officers, if they were there at the moment that I needed help for my self-defense, I think most cops would probably try to defend my life. And maybe they don't have to, and I know that police officers have taken a real bad rap, but, you know, at least having a cop with me all the time might be a deterrent, wouldn't you think? I mean, look at the people who are surrounded by armed guards all the time and some of them are in, some of them are surrounded by people in uniform some are surrounded by guards that are not in a police officers uniform but people know you know famous people rich people that have bodyguards the rest of the public know hey this person has a bar- bodyguard or several bodyguards look at that right you know that and and that oftentimes is a deterrent it does help prevent that famous or rich person, from being attacked. But we don't have that. Us everyday people, we don't have that. And I am an everyday guy. I'm an everyday guy. I'm not a famous gun writer. I'm really not a famous gun trainer. I'm not an industry insider or anything like that. So I look at this, and I approach this subject from an an everyday guy's point of view, kind of like what your next-door neighbor does. And they, those, those people have the fancy armed bodyguards, but we don't. Us every, every, everyday peons, we don't have those bodyguards. So we have to have our own bodyguard, which is probably going to be some kind of a concealed carry 9mm or three eighty pistol for a lot of people. And you need to know how to use it. You need to know how it works. You need to know what ammo is best for it. What's the best way to carry it? What's the best holster for it so that you can get your gun out efficiently and quickly, but you can carry it safely. And you really do need to have some training and some practice. So if you've had training, I hope that you're practicing what you learned in training. If you've never had training, I hope you get to a class. Even if you go to a beginner's class. I've kind of played around with the idea of starting to teach some beginners classes because it's such a huge need out there in the second amendment community. Stay tuned on that. I might I might get back into that. Not quite 100% sure yet, but maybe I will. You know, teaching beginning to intermediate classes, meaning I may I may do a class strictly for beginners and then another one for People who are slightly more than beginners, but still need a lot of training. So, again, don't wake up hoping that you have to use your your handgun, but be ready. This is the ultimate prepper, you see. We're all preppers. We're all survivalists. If, if you're a Second Amendment advocate and you carry a gun, you're a survivalist. Aren't you? You know, for years I did today's Survival Show podcast. And, you know, I used to say, do what you can with what you have, wherever you are, and live life on your own terms. And I like to incorporate some of that into the Handgun World podcast, into this show from time to time. Well, if you want to live life on your own terms, don't let a bad guy take your life away from you. Be prepared. Be a prepper in that regard, okay? That's that's what I'm trying to say here. Okay, let's get to the second voicemail. Uh, Dave in Utah has been on this show. He's interviewed very recently on this show. He's sent many, many voicemails. He always has great things to say. And here's more from Dave in Utah. Hey,
2: Bob, it's Dave from Utah. I just heard your latest podcast about training and competing with small guns that you are more likely to carry often, like 365. just wanted to add a little bit of input. When you're evaluating, you know, to the listener, when you're evaluating how effective you should deal with your gun, um, I've heard from people who are smarter than me that a the B8 repair center target, the black bullseye, about five inches circle, is your targeting area. So your goal should be to, whenever you shoot, have all your shots within a D8 repair center five-inch circle. And that's at whatever distance you practice with your handgun. So for some of us, it might be five yards or seven yards is the limit. Um, So I think you need to figure out what your limit is Uh, Doing something like the 5x5 drill is a good place to start. Five rounds at five yards in five seconds inside one of those V8 repair center um, bullseyes. Now, we can look at, um, you know, once we can get that really consistently, we can push the distance out a little bit, or maybe we can shorten the time. But uh, I think it's a good idea to figure out where you can reliably hit that standard with your chosen carry gun, and then you have an idea of the distances that are possible for you in your defensive scenario. Anyway, Jack Wilson, at the shooting in uh, White Settlement, Texas, he deliberately targeted the head of an attacker, and he made a approximately 15-yard shot into that person's head with a SIG 229 with a double-action trigger pull. And he did it from the time he decided to shoot It's probably like three, three and a half seconds. Now, the reason he was able to target that guy's head and get his line of fire as far away from his brothers and sisters in the congregation who proceeded, um, the reason that he had the confidence to pick that as a target and then execute that shot, uh, I'm guessing it's because he makes shots like that fairly regularly in his practice at the range. And he knew that that was something that he could do that needed, you know, when it was needed to happen, he was like, okay, I better take this shot, bang, resolve the situation. He was able to do that after, you know, that person killed two of his friends. Um, So that is something to think about, about the standards of marksmanship that we need to be, using to evaluate our carry handguns and whether we want to carry our, you know, mid-size Glock 19 size or our 365 size. You know, it's something to think about, the type of shots that we would be able to make.
0: Dave, another awesome voicemail. Thank you very much, sir. And so that's why I titled this podcast, How to Evaluate Your Effectiveness with Your Conceal Carry Gun, because... What Dave just described, I think, is absolutely correct, and I practice a lot of shooting at fairly long distances, 15 to 20 yards, sometimes 25 yards, because I want to see what kind of hits I can make, and I train myself to make a hit at 25 yards. If you make a hit at 25 yards, and you can do it consistently, and you can get it into five inches at 25 yards, you probably won't miss much at five yards. I'm serious. If you can get good at 25 yards, you're not going to miss much at five yards because I've noticed it. When I'm practicing and I'm training at those long distances and I put a target out there at five yards, man, my groups really look good because I've been able to practice and hone in the fundamentals at the 25-yard distance. Now, Dave mentioned the 5x5x5 five by five by five drill, which is a, probably the most popular drill in America today for people that are shooting. It's, it's phenomenal. I created a drill called the Step-Up Drill, and it's, it's five rounds, and it's at five yards, but I do it a little bit differently. And so you'll see the Step-Up Drill for those of you who are Patreon members. Uh, go to patreon.com handgunworld and get signed up. I did a nice video a nice video on the, the Bob Main step-up drill, okay? And it's just kind of an enhancement of the 5x5x5 five by five by five drill. So check that out. I think you're going to like that. So that's about all I got for you. I wanted to kind of close with Dave's excellent voicemail because it's so true. You need to have some method of evaluating how you can do with your concealed carry gun. And please don't neglect training with your concealed carry gun i compete with my suit, my two sig p365s and glock 43x a lot i compete with those guns because if that's what i'm going to have on me most of the time that is what i need to be good at using Again, and I've said this many times, but it's so true. It's just amazing. I've seen very good competition shooters, very good competition shooters with race guns, with open guns, with these... Large, full-size, finely-tuned guns with awesome triggers, awesome sights, awesome optics, a grip that feels fantastic, downloaded ammo, bunny fart loads that that don't recoil much, and they're incredible at the competition range. And then when they carry a gun, you know what a lot of them do? They got a little J-frame revolver, or they got a little Ruger LCP in their pocket, or they have a little glock 43x or sig 365 and it makes me kind of wonder if they're doing all that practicing with their open gun that's finally tuned can they hit anything with that j-frame revolver you know think about that I, it, it just is it's something interesting i would love to know I would love to know what a lot of them carry. And I've been told that even some of the master competition shooters, they don't carry at all. Wow, that's that's pretty revealing there. But anyway, you get the point. I, I hope that you do. If you have any comments or questions, email me, handgunworld at gmail.com. Once again, that's handgunworld at gmail.com. Put a comment on Facebook whenever I post this episode or Twitter. Uh, Check out my YouTube channel. I'm Handgun World on YouTube. And again, call in a voicemail if you wish. 210-646-1727. That's all I got for you, folks. Please remember, shoot straight, shoot safe, and read your Bible every day. I'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye.